I'm an alcoholic. My name is Ralph. And uh, my topic tonight is fire their ass. I didn't write it. But my name was assigned to it. Now, I got to tell you, it sounds a whole lot more drastic than what it's actually about. Because uh, to me, the ultimate in selfishness is for you to take credit for sponsoring people that aren't doing what you had to do. You also are limiting them to their ability to grow, and you may be killing them in the process. Um, I've had to let four guys go in my 15 years of sobriety, two of them named David. Um, and I'll tell you a little ex experience about one of them. Um, last year during hockey season, Tommy M. brought uh, one David to the hockey game. He told me he was bringing somebody with him that I hadn't seen in a long time, and I was going to enjoy, you know, hooking up with this guy again. And Davey walked in. Now, Davey was the first David I, 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 I had to let go, and it really wasn't a fire, and I had to let him go. But you see, David was married, and I wasn't at the time. David had two kids, and I didn't at the time. So I couldn't relate to what he was going to talk about, and I knew that. So as a sponsor, you have to understand what your, limita your limitations and capabilities are. I think that's a real sign of growth because of our huge egos that want to get in the way and want to be in, in charge of everything. You know, I'd, I'd love to tell you that at one time in my sobriety, I had a, a guy in every year below me that I was working with. And at one point, that was true. But most of the time, what happens, instead of having to fire people or let people go, they just kind of drift away. You know, I could tell you that I've been asked to be a sponsor probably two or 3,000 times. And the reality is, I'm batting a very low, I wouldn't, I wouldn't qualify for the Hall of Fame, let me put it to you that way. But you see, if you want what we have and are willing to go to any length to get it, then you are ready to take certain steps. And to me, what that means is, if you want me to be your sponsor, you're going to have to walk the same walk that I had to walk, darn it. I mean, you're going to have to. I don't know how to get sober like Mark got sober. I don't know how to get sober like Bob or Tracy or many of the men in this room got sober. I know how I did it. And there's a lot of people that would look at this sobriety and say it's been relatively successful. Ups, downs, ins, outs, got all that stuff. But the bottom line is, I only know what I had to do. And I had to do 90 meetings in 90 days. And during that first 90 meetings in 90 days, I went on a camping trip. And my sponsor, Jim C., who runs the treatment program for the drug and alcohol for the Longshoremen, so this guy ain't no panty waste, trust me, um, set me up at a meeting in Hood River. Now, his sponsor at the time was a lady buttoned by the name of Irma. Now, Jim needed a woman sponsor, and he gives Irma all the credit. Bob probably knew who Irma was. She died with 45 years of sobriety. But Jim got me hooked up with a meeting in Hood River, and the group of people I was with, there was 12 other recovering alcoholics, and we decided to have a meeting in the middle of nowhere, someplace called Lost Lake. No electricity, no lights, no nothing. And I was supposed to be in Hood River. We started that meeting at 8 o'clock. It was pitch black outside, and we got halfway through how it works, and there was a on the door. And it was my sponsor and his wife. They had drive, drove 30 miles in to find a short little fat kid that he had just started sponsoring. You know what I learned? He was willing to go to any length for me. And if you ask me to sponsor you, and you want me to be willing to go to any length for you, then you got to do what I did. I'm sorry, I don't know any other way. I'm very passionate about recovery. I don't take this stuff lightly. This is life and death for most of us. And so if you want to be babied along, find a sponsor that will baby you. 
Find somebody that'll do that. But if you want what we have and are willing to go to any length to get it, like most of the men in this room are, then we are ready to take certain steps. And that means having a sponsor, being a sponsor. Because I will tell you, I don't want to deprive anybody by having them call me their sponsor and not having the relationship that I've got with my sponsor. Because I will tell you, and you guys that have those relationships with your sponsor, you know what I'm talking about. I want them to be able to find somebody that's going to help them like I've been helped. And if I'm standing in their way, then I'm hurting their sobriety by letting them call me sponsor. And that's as simple as it gets. You know, I could be doing more harm than good. And that's my limitations as a human being. I can't get them drunk, but I damn well know how to keep them sober. If you want what we have and are willing to go to, this is all redundant, people. Then you're ready to take certain steps. You know, it doesn't, it's not a pleasing thing to call somebody and say, i got to let you go. But I want to motivate you. I want to get you going. I want you to find somebody. I mean, the other day, when I let David go, I gave him a time frame to find a new sponsor. Not because I wanted to ever get him out of my life or anything. It's because I love him. And he did. And he's now the secretary of this group, flourishing. So don't stand in anybody's way. And when it says fire to ass, really, you know, that's a little hard. Bob said he put it that way for a special reason. But don't stand in anybody's way of having what you've been able to achieve by not only being a sponsor, but by being a responsible member of this fellowship. Thanks.